You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Motivational Monday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the... Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Yo, yo. Like a little cue card. So you we remember. got a whole new show, whole new name, whole new everything. All right? So no longer morning coffee is motivated. Jazz deep in the show stuff. No, 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 no. It's all brand new. So motivated. It's a new year. It's a new sound. It's a new system. It's a new everything. It's officially, officially known as Morning Coffee Radio Show featuring the motivator Jazzy G, Cheryl Star, and DJ Nelson, the maestro. So, so motivators, put it in your calendar every weekday morning, East Coast, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., West Coast, 5 a.m., 7 a.m., in there, put it in there, put it in there, all right? It's Morning Coffee Radio Show. And by my side is always the funny bone lady doing her thing as always. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to share. She's the one, the only, the incomparable show. Star. Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Happy New Year. Good, to you. <laughs> Good morning, Jazzy G. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it is another year. We're back. 2024 with our new gear, our new care, <laughs> <and our> new <laughs> swimwear. <laughs> That's right, so motivators. I'm losing weight this year. There we go. That's right. I'm with you on that one, Star. I'm with you on that one. Hey, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But you know this trio wouldn't be complete without the matchup king himself. Hey, man, he is the man. Puts it all together. Runs the board. He's a smooth operator. Ain't nothing changed on that end. You know what I'm saying? So motivated. He's the one, the only super producer, DJ Nelson. The Maestro. What up, Nelson? What up, Jesse? Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year to you, too. <laughs> Buenos dias, Nelson. Yo, Happy Star. New Year. I didn't learn how to say that <laughs> in Spanish yet, Nelson, but I'm, I promise you this year, I'm going to be speaking two languages. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> hey, it's all good, Star. That's Happy what I'm year. talking Happy about. New year. Hey, Nelson's still the man, still doing his thing. I am so excited, y'all. I am so excited. We're back. You know we were on vacation and everything for a few weeks for the holiday. But the station was on vacation. I know y'all heard repeat shows. and was like, hey, what's going on here? But the whole station took a hiatus. The whole station was doing the whole revamping, vacation time. That's what Power Me Up does around this time of year, around the holidays. The whole staff revamps and everything is just like on the repeat type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's... it's it, it, it's streaming radio. That's what we do. We got it like that. <laughs> right, Star? Yeah, we got like That's that. Indeed. But we're back. We're bigger, stronger than ever. Morning Coffee Radio Show. That's right. Put it in your calendars. Put it down. Write it down. Tell a friend to tell a friend so we can keep doing this again, 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 and again. 
Hey, stop. Yes, yes. I want to get to some housekeeping. So much stuff been going on while we was away, star, and things are still happening. The talk of the talks, you know what I'm talking. I mean, oh man, everything. So <laughs> I want to get right into it, star. I want to get right to. It. I'm so excited, 2024, and have some fun. So we got a lot of new exciting things coming up with Morning Coffee Radio and everything like that. So, star, yes. you ready to do some housekeeping? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, uh, what you got for housekeeping today on this Motivational Monday? Yes, indeed. Well, first, let's acknowledge today is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. So let's acknowledge the king. Indeed, indeed. Clap it up for the king. Clap it up. The good Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's right. Today is his birthday. We're celebrating it. All around this, this United States It's a national holiday Most people have the day off If you're celebrating it Even if you're part of organizations That go out there and they march for Peaceful protests Or, or, or show their voice or, or For the people like he was He was for the people We're going to big absolutely, you up absolutely. Big you up All the unions out there All the locals out there We're bigging you up Because we know you're the foot soldiers out there We out there with you all right. All if your boss time. ain't give you a day off, call in sick. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. Take off. We breaking rules in 2024. That's right. how it is. That's how it is. That's right. That's right, Star. That's right. What 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 else you got for housekeeping, Star? Well, in general, you know, I want to recap last year. You know, yeah. you know, the show went on vacation. Yes, indeed. But you know, we were still doing some things. I was still doing comedy, so I still was working. So motivators, still doing my movie that I'm gonna be in soon. I'll reveal the title mm. soon enough. But I want to talk about the color purple because you know, there's been a whole lot of conversation in the media regarding Taraji P. Henson and the salary, right? You know, we just came off of the Astra SAG after strike, the Writers Guild strike, and they still haven't, I mean, even though, you know, they, they settled the strike for the most part, but there's actresses, veteran actresses like Taraji P. Henson that, you know, over the, over the holidays, we was hearing that she almost walked away from the project the color purple you know right and, and by the way a good movie y'all a really good movie yeah it was I, I a good movie play, i saw the play that uh, adaptation of the play on broadway twice but uh, the movie really good i i, I dug with it because it, what it is it's a musical it's a it's right. adaptation they of just the took play. the play and made it a movie made it a movie so a lot and of they, and they made they a couple were just of remaking yeah the original movie that's not what they were doing they were actually making the adaptation of the play putting it on screen it's really really good job i, I gotta give it to him right. the job the director he did a hell of a job it, it, and i think you know what I'm saying you know someone like a steven spielberg who did the original movie couldn't do this you get what i'm saying and mm-hmm. i'm not saying couldn't do it because steven spielberg is, is steven spielberg but to make it the, the way you felt it, the way you enjoyed it. Now, some people, they did complain that they, oh, I didn't know it was going to be a musical. I didn't know. And I, I actually saw some people talk about that. And 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 some people gave it flack. Some people, you know, bigged it up. But I knew what it was about. So I knew what they were doing. So yeah, I mean, I mean, all through the announcement of it, 
you know, I know Fantasia had mentioned, because remember, Fantasia played Sealy on Broadway. Right, and exactly. So she was basically, uh, you know, being very vocal that it yeah. was a, it's additional musical but you right. know it was it was it was a, a movie within a musical within a movie put it that yeah. way you yeah. know because yeah. on broadway you know it, it's a little because it's live when it's when it's on broadway but so it still had that movie feel to it right. but indeed it was a musical but you know the the thing that i wanted to dig a little deeper into colored purple um because we had alfred woodley uh Hollywood actor Alfred Whitley before we you know brought the show to a close in the new year and we were talking about his impeccable resume and the fact that you know sometimes he's people like him get looked over for these roles so to see that Taraji who is a a, you know well-known actress at this point and she said that uh you know i think the rumor was that she got offered five uh, uh, in the beginning she got offered 150,000 which was right. what she made back when she did Benjamin Button right. and she had done a ton of movies after Benjamin Button which Tyler Perry you know allegedly paid her 300,000 for acrimony Right. And I could do bad all by myself. So she did right. a couple of films with Tyler Perry where her salary went up. And she even said, Tyler Perry paid me the most out of all the movie roles that I did. I made the most with Tyler Perry. Tyler so Perry, she right. was feeling like, why get offered 150000 to go backwards? You know, so right. she was going to walk away from the picture. And, you know, they did a lot of press on it. But, you know, people were talking online and, and 50 Cent also is offering Taraji to come work with him on one of his shows. Right. So yeah. one thing that we see with 50 Cent, when Monique, you know, comedian Monique was being, you know, blackballed, underpaid. She had mentioned all of that. She didn't get as much support. 50 Cent was the one who came and spoke out in her defense, brought her on BMF. Yeah, he did, yes. Gave her the role. And then, you know, she had a couple of movies after that. And uh, now people are saying, now we see what Monique is talking about, you know? So exactly. <laughs> the acting business is not easy, you know, but we want to, you know, we want to continue to support, speak out for unjust salaries because it don't make sense that this, this woman, and it's happening to plenty of actors, plenty of actresses and actors, but black women the most because, yeah. you know, for Taraji to be, acting for 20 years and only get offered 150,000 where right. somebody yeah. like Brad Pitt makes 10 million or more. I, I, still, I, I think she still didn't get the, what she asked for. I think she got close to it, but I think I think she got like a quarter of a million, but she wanted something like uh, 500,000 or something like that. Oh, I thought they said that she did get the 500,000. But she did get the 500,000. Yeah, but she had oh, to I fight for it. 300,000 out of the deal. But, yeah, she got 300,000 in her former movies with Tyler Perry. So right. that's why okay. she said so she wasn't going to come back. Okay. Yeah, she said she wasn't going to come back and All work right. for the same amount of money because right. you should get a raise. Right, right, <laughs> and, right. And that right. was her biggest Good. point. You know, okay. she was like, I need a raise at this point because I'm way past that. You don't go backwards. That's exactly. I don't I don't blame them. And really, she should get more than that. I'll be honest with you. There are a lot of actors that are getting way more. Than, and I, and I, I know they pay women less than they pay men. And we understand that. And Hollywood, really, I'll be honest with you, should be ashamed of themselves for doing that. Yeah. Hollywood, of all places, should be ashamed of themselves for play, play, paying women less than half way less way less okay so i think in playing black actors even 
lower than that. And, right. and again, I remember back when Denzel Washington was the highest paid black actor in Hollywood, right? Right, right. And he still was making the same money as, I think at the time, he was making the same money as, uh, 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 what's her name, for Pretty Woman, Julia Roberts. I, I think him and Julia Roberts was making the same money per movie. And you get what I'm saying? And he's supposed to be the highest paid black actor in Hollywood at this time. But him and Julia Roberts was at the same. And Julia Roberts wasn't even getting paid what she should be getting paid as a woman. Right, but, but she was making that she was in that million dollar bracket. You know, let's at least right. get our black actresses in the million dollar bracket, you know? Exactly, exactly. Like like someone like Taraji P uh, or or even uh the, the sister uh uh that that played the fences with, with, with Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah. Come on, man. And she even said it, she spoke on it. They called her in Hollywood, they call her the Black Meryl Street. She said, if you feel I'm the Black Meryl Street, why, why I'm not getting paid like Meryl Street? You know what I'm saying? And, and she's absolutely, absolutely right. She's absolutely correct on that. And she should be getting it. Because their range is so great. You you can't deny their range. Absolutely. I, 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 I tweeted out that Trahaji P should get a, 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 a Oscar nod for Color Purple. I just felt that way. And Fantasia also. Okay, they're not gonna do it. Well, Fantasia, they announced that she's they they got an Emmy. So usually, when you get an Emmy and nomination, you may get the Oscar. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't go that way all the time. Yeah, right. But you get a nomination. Usually, they they want to give the nominations to satisfy them. But you know, like you said, you know, when are we gonna get the nominations? But was she nominated to go? She was nominated to Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Yeah, before that's in last week. So she was not, she didn't win, but she was nominated. And I think she should have been, and I think she should be nominated for the Oscar also. Right, right. He did a hell of a job. Taraji P did a hell of a job. All of them did. I mean, you know, San Daniels, I mean, they all did great work. And and it's crazy because they, and, and, the, and, the funny, and the funny thing is, when you watch people like her, and this is like the first time you really saw her, her act before. And she did a good, really good job. Mm-hmm. You, know you, you right. watch, yeah, and, and you watch these different actors, actors and actresses that you really didn't see much. I mean, you know, Danielle, you saw, you see her in, 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 in Orange is the New Black. 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 Yeah. You know her work. Right. You know her work and everything like that. You know she's a hell of a singer and things like that. So you knew that. And I've seen people say, I didn't know it was a play. I don't know these people. Uh, I know Fantasia. I know Taraji P is not even a singer. And I was like, no, Taraji P is a singer. Actually, she got, she got a Grammy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is a singer. <laughs> So that was her voice in Hustle and Flow. That was her actual singing. <laughs> she did do a movie with Tyler Perry, but she was singing. That was her actual voice. <laughs> you know, so I had to like, straighten the person out a little bit to let them know this is she is a singer, you know. But for I think so, certain people were so caught up on what the movie, the original movie, and that they were making a new making the same thing with a new cast. And I think right. that they got hung up on. And I don't think those people never saw the play before. And 
I did. And I mean, even even so, it was still close to the movie. It wasn't that much of a difference than the movie. It's just that it was the play put in the screen. You know what I mean? The only they just had a few differences. Then the movie ended with uh, what's his name, um, Danny Glover being. It was uh, the the play. The play in itself is is. It's not blow for blow of the movie. They right, don't but I said it it's just a slight, it's a slight difference. Line. Right, right. They don't even do it in the same order as the movie. Like, even when you go see the play, it's certain, it's certain scenes that come before another scene that will be a scene in the movie. So you, so if you saw the play, you already know that. Because I saw the play with Fantasia, and I saw the play without Fantasia, and the, and the one that was Fantasia understudy. She was no joke, and I remember, you know, Deb and I—that's what we were talking about. How, how dope she was, also because we saw her with Fantasia and we saw her without Fantasia. And matter of fact, I saw the 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 lady that was her understudy. That um, she, matter of fact, I think she's like working in business in Wall Street or something like that, or something like that. I'm not sure, but but they were showing her. They were doing a weird, I guess, a weird day now or something. I don't know. But they were just discussing it because I was like, "Wow, I saw her too," and she was great. You know, she was she was great. But I, I looked at it like this: I knew what I was going to, to look. I just wanted to see how well everybody was going to blend, how everything was going to go together, and they did a, a great job. Yeah, like you I know? said, you know, it was just a slight couple of differences. You know, like the yeah. main thing that you know that you know people in the movie when i was in the movie to see it they were saying oh they ended it different because remember in the movie danny glover was isolated from the family and he watched from his house being a lonely man and yeah. watched her sister even though he did you know pay for them to come to the states that still happened in the in the new in the new rendition but this time they had him celebrate with them Right. You know, he wasn't alone like he was. Well, he in, did it, in the the play, it was the same way. So, in right, that's play, why I said the play was similar back. to the play. Right. Mr. Right. Celebrated with him at the end. Just right, and the play, and that's what I was saying. With Harpo. In the play, him and right. Harpo reconciled right. the same way. So, that's what they did at the same Right, way. that's what I was saying. It was just yeah. the play in a movie form. So right, some people exactly. didn't see the play. That's what, were, I think. that's what they were saying. The changes was from the movie, and but I it was think, just the play done over. Right. But and um, I think that's what people didn't get. That they didn't see people that didn't see the play didn't understand. <laughs> that's what this was. The play on screen. You know. Right. right. So it, it, it was, it was the good. second, actually, the second largest Christmas debut after Sherlock Holmes. And you know, I just I don't want to stay on this long, but one thing I think they should do in the movies going forward, and you know, just speaking with some of the actors and you know, having an extended conversation with Alfred, is that they should have in their contract like royalties. You know, like okay, and say Tarazi got paid five hundred thousand for the movie, if the movie does a certain amount of money, because on the first day it made eighteen million. So that money that Oprah and Steven Spielberg is collaborating with they should have extended language in the contracts where now they get an additional money so they can even right, get that even in. if you can't give them from getting any back in on, on a movie like this you know yeah they don't give they don't give them back in so that's that's what wow. i was uh speaking about wow. you know that that should be a thing that they fight for you know because they, they were fighting for streaming rights and stuff like that right. but to get residuals on the movie is something that I think that, you know, hopefully that opens their eye because 
just to get that one payout and that's that's another thing you know what happened with monique because monique was a little bit more familiar with you know what was going down right and when she spoke about it she didn't get the support that it seems like taraji is now getting because now people are catching on that you know you can't get nothing unless everybody is fighting the same fight right you yeah, know that's new to me. i didn't even know that that's that's why because that's something i'm just learning starting i didn't know that i yeah. just assume it was like the music industry you know coming from the music there's right role. like the music there's industry got language right. like that exactly right. so i just thought it was it was a, a royalty type of thing that you get or just like i know in television and sitcoms right uh, when they go to a certain amount of episodes there's a royalty that's yeah they get residuals the, and like stuff a, like that right. absolutely so i just assume in the movies like a big even star. in sports even in what? sports you know how they get paid out this amount this amount over time yeah and they get then, bonuses yeah and then as the yeah. go to the playoffs they get extra they yeah, get bonuses, bonuses and right. stuff yeah. like that so yeah. that's the why day, when, the tournament that they just started this year in the NBA right, right. the in season tournament in NBA yeah they got a bonus for that yeah right so that's why I said you know the language you know they should definitely pursue that because most, nine out of ten times you know especially that the movies is back you know movies is back people are back in the theaters if you look at the numbers right now i believe uh color purple is at 55 million or more right, right now and it opened right. with 18 million on a day so that shows you that people are going back to the theaters now right. and since that is going on they need to renegotiate that because you know a lot of the contracts and stuff they they just try to get a little bit a little bit more than what they had before but sometimes you know you really have to look at because you know when taraji broke down the financial state of you be on a movie set for six months say you get five hundred thousand for six months but you can't go and work nowhere else until that movie is completed so she can't make additional money and go on a show here go on a show there because that takes time and effort so Really, if you you divide five hundred thousand between six months, that's no money. Yeah, you know, for people in 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 that in that in that field. And I've I've heard actors that do that. They get whatever money they get. They pay their rent and other things like that. Right. They, they pay like three months in advance or something. Right. Like months in advance right. they rent, so they know they have a place to live when there's when there's no money. You know. Right. Like Just Alfred said, there's party. dry days. That's what, yeah. They do things like that. Right. So. Which makes sense, but at the same time, I think there should be some type of royalty that I and I did not know that didn't happen, man. I, I just I just assume you you star of a movie, you get royalties. Yeah, they won yeah. and done. Wow, <laughs> that's why wow. Monique got fifty thousand for the color purple, and yeah. then they wanted her to spend money to travel, yeah. and that right. was where the whole black wall. That's, that was where the whole issue came. She's yeah, like, that's, that's, "Who's gonna pay for this? Because all I made was fifty thousand. That money right. is gone." Right. That's that's too much, man. That's too much. That's just like you know. So I, I, I can understand certain movies that start out with, and even like a, a movie like Fridays, when you know, saying they took a chance on a movie like Fridays. right, right, absolutely. I'm Spoon said everybody got eighteen hundred dollars for the movie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that was. Cause he said it was standard, whatever standard union, what it was, something right, like that. Right, right. So I think he said everybody got eighteen hundred for the movie, and and so and that he said that's standard. So I understood that and a movie like that. But then now you you had next Friday. Now you know the budget is right. bigger. 
thought it should be more money. It, right, and some people could do that. Bigger budget. So people right. like, you know, people like John Witherspoon, those guys, and you know, Clifton, um, uh, uh, what, what, what's his name? Justin Powell. Justin Powell. Play right, play. right. You know, to get Thank more you. money, you know, because right. they they are stars now, and they carried the movie. You know, that's so I. Right. You know, I, I, I'm looking. I at think some like, people do money. have some systems like that because there could be, but it, as a whole, that's not like a union language. So people kind of c- could be independent on their right. their agreements because right. every every film is different. Because look at Ludacris. Uh, you know, it was rumored that he got 10 million per film out of the Fast and the Furious, and that's a big franchise movie. So right. you know they're gonna make two, three hundred million from that movie because that's the numbers that they usually do so they can pay people who is a part of that franchise you know um, DMX uh, DMX was contracted to do something like five movies and I think he was making three million a movie mm-hmm. something like that so all right. the but DMX and after he was like DMX I right. think getting three million a movie right yeah something yeah like- and, and that's why I said every production can be different because those are independent filmmakers like they can you know they can set the rules like they can say okay you get this up front and get this in the back end right but you know right. most of the time you know the major motion pictures you're one and done you, yeah. you know wow. what i mean like but wow. you got five hundred thousand out of movie is at 55 wow. million where's karaji millions of dollars and i understand it takes a lot to make a movie like a movie like uh black panther or any oh, yeah of right that's right. big, big budget. They spend big money they, on those. Right, movies. they spend right. multi millions of dollars. Right, expecting to make you know, say a billion dollars or more. They have to right. make money from the movie, and I understand that. But I, at the same time, I thought there was some type of residuals for the stars. But you know, <laughs> I stand corrected. Something you learn something new every day. So this year, I learned something new. You know, but again, I, I come from music, so I. I I know how yeah, and, and mostly so. everybody does it. Sports world, yeah. you know, and like I said, it could be individualized in the uh, in the movie in the film industry, but it's right. not standard right. language in a contract. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm proud that college kids are now getting paid. Mm-hmm. They're actually, selling their merchandise, they getting paid from the merchandise with their name on it now and, and their likeness. Now they're getting paid, just, and that just started. with like what? Two years ago or something mm-hmm. that that's great two three years ago that started so I, I'm, I'm proud of that portion of it but look how long it took and look how much multi-millions of dollars that universities make off these kids and you can't catch someone like me can't catch a break i i couldn't send my kids to college you know b- because the college was was so well funded that my kids would go and uh, at times they said we made too much Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had to take out these loans and we can't so because you can't even afford them because the prices are ridiculous from the, from when I was in college to my kids uh, were in college it was like night and day as far as the price you, you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's ridiculous you want to know where this money coming from or where this money what they doing with the money rather you know and they making so much money and, it, and again a lot of these universities they may look nice and they kept well the, the, the campuses but where's the money really going? I sometimes I be thinking. So uh, no. <laughs> the only the only thing that you know when you investigate how to get some scholarships, like Harvard, right? Like, 
Or like, like when I was going to Cornell, you know, the union actually uh, was giving me all this information on how do I write for, because, you know, I got paid the scholarships they granted me, but I had to keep a 3.7 GPA. So, right. you know, I had to have A, a grades, A plus, and to keep those scholarships coming. But they got involved to find out how do I write and get these get these scholarships. So that's how I was able to go to Cornell. Right. Yeah. So it's money, it's money, but they don't tell, they're not willingly telling people, oh, you can do this, especially if you're an honor student. If you're coming in college from your high school or coming in college from where, you know, uh, uh, intermediate college, like some people do the two-year you know, the associate's degree before they go to the bachelor's and master's. Right. So if you're coming into those arenas with good, because they get your transcript, they know your grades. So if, you know, a lot of kids today, they know how to get the money. But back then, you know, when I was going, you know, this was stuff that was told to me. Oh, Cheryl, you can get you can get money for this and we're going to we're going to find out and we're going to get you in the school. So that's how I was able to get it. But that was the deal that was like, OK, you can only qualify for this money. It was like 40 something thousand a year. You can only qualify for it if you keep a three point seven GPA. And right. so that's why I was breaking my back to keep the grades because you know I came into college with those grades anyway so right. it wasn't like oh my god I gotta go from being a C student to an A student no I was always an A student right. so I was like okay let me know what I have to do and I'll do it to maintain the money to, to go to school but but yeah anyway the other housekeeping Jazzy G I want to move into because I know some motivators like get to the Cat Williams Burn up. <laughs> the Cat Williams Burn so Cat Williams up. did the biggest interview probably this year to date right now just you know he just came down. in oh my and god and he broke the internet on Club down. Shay Shay with Shannon Shaw and, and we, oh we my god we've up that show we've been you and I saw we've been yes yes indeed that's day one day. of our shows All that's one of our shows day. how much we love that show and we knew hey man we wasn't letting y'all when we tell when we like something starting our like something we're not just blowing smoke because we don't get this nobody sponsoring us to to, to big up they 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 stuff or they material anything like that we're coming from the heart we right say, absolutely we dig club shay shay or we dig uh it is what it is you know what i'm saying with, with with mason camera we dig those shows we watch those shows we we dig them and and, and we really like say man that's that's dope to us and right. it keeps us going and it gives us the, the that that hope to say hey man we in that lane or we going in that lane and we understand that and, and we're morning coffee show to, to, to keep you just informed because you know on, on certain coasts you're going to hear us first you know on absolutely you're going to get us first so we want to bring it to you so on the east coast you may hear other morning shows that come on before us on the east coast but on the west coast you're going to get it here first so we're going to we're going to pick it up and be genuine about it you know what i'm saying so we really was we knew that show had had what it takes and cat right, he right. was the funk yes he did yes he did i mean the the great thing that i love about myself and jazzy g so motivators is because we have a arena in every aspect of the the game you know we're into sports yes i'm into comedy you know so yeah. we have a, a ear to the comedy conversation 
right. right? Jazzy G was in music business for for 30, 40 years. So yeah. we have an ear into the pioneers of hip hop because we both were there when it started. Right. And you know, we're Harlemites. So, you know, we got a ear and, and 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 that's why we have an interest in, you know, giving our our perspective. Yes. On yeah. all of these conversations because we talk about all of that stuff. We how many conversations we don't had about comedy and you know, yeah. people changing up to fit the agenda. Yes. You know? <laughs> but you know, what did you think, Jazzy G? Because let's just get right into well, it. I'm gonna you tell know? you something we've been blowing my mind. People that's bringing the receipts. So when Cat Williams talked about <laughs> Steve Harvey stealing jokes, stealing, stealing Mark Curry's jokes, and then they showing you side by side. Oh Mark my God! Jokes back in, back in uh, 1999, and then they show you Steve Harvey give his twist on the same joke, and it'd be like 2014. Right, like, they just whoa. switched it up a bit, you know. Whoa, and, 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 it, and it's crazy. Then they show you where he talking about Seti. Set the entertainer, and then they tell you an old joke that that the actual the joke that that uh Cat Williams did. That Cat Williams said that said took from Cedric him. Bet. Yep. <laughs> and actually showed you the BET show. <laughs> Cat was doing the thing with the car. <laughs> yeah, all he did was change into a spaceship from a car. Still took still took right. the, it's like, yo, the body movement and everything. Yes, yes. Oh my god. But you know what's funny though, stop. I, I watch a lot of well, I I surmise a lot of this too. I, I'm not saying that comedians don't steal from other comedians and take from other other people because I've mm-hmm. actually heard certain comedians because even um uh what was her name uh she used to be on the View. Uh, Who Cheryl Underwood? No, no, um, uh, white comedian. Uh, she lesbian. She came out. And, Oh, Raven, Raven. No, 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 no. I said white. Not Raven Simone. Oh, okay. Right, Raven's a sister, even though she's not African American. <laughs> but uh, uh, oh my God, what's her name? You know, the heavy set one. She used to be on the View. Uh, okay, just move it. <laughs> yes, yeah. but but I, I remember she said when she first got started, she said everybody else's jokes. She just was up there doing everybody else's jokes. Her way, like, mm-hmm. like, like Seinfeld, all those guys. She said she was just doing all they jokes her way. Mm-hmm. And that's how she started. Right. Then she started getting her own material. But I, I surmise this too because you have so many writers that write for a, a array of comedians. You know, they, right. they just write for one comedian. Just like Byron Allen, he started as a comedy writer. Right. He wrote for he wrote for Jimmy Walker. Mm-hmm. For for uh, I think he wrote for David Letterman and 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 he wrote for somebody else. So a lot of jokes is going to be his jokes. So a lot of jokes is going to intertwine. So I I submit I'm not a comedian. You are. It's uh, not other comedians, but just that other rappers. Sometime back in the day, we called them bites because a lot of rappers, their material was supposed to be original that they wrote. So we called them the people that didn't write their own stuff or rip somebody else. So we called them bites. Right. We we also learned that there were ghost early ghost writers in hip hop, just the same like rappers. Still right. Like, you know, like Grandmaster Cass. Right. Well, it was written by Grandmaster Cass, where we all knew in the right. industry, 
You get what I'm saying? But nobody right. else knew that. But it still, you know, it still was the thing. You, you know what I mean? So I think in comedy, I think comedy has that same philosophy. If, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, right. you're, you're and- a comedian, so I think that's why. You know, those who write their own material are looked upon as a hey, this is the ingenious of these people. But you got and, and you look at someone like like poor Mooney. He wrote for Richard Pryor. He wrote for right. he wrote for In Living Color. He wrote for you know what I'm saying you, you, someone like um um what's his name uh Bill Barr who who was partners with with Dave Chappelle. They, he actually created the Dave Chappelle show with him and everything like that. He wrote for a lot of people for years. Um, what's the other one? Even Eddie was, Murphy's brother wrote with Eddie Murphy. Right, right. Charlie Murphy you know, wrote a lot Charlie of Charlie Murphy wrote um, a lot Louis, of Louis C.K. wrote a lot. Like he, he was one of the writers on In Living Color, along with Paul Mooney, these guys. A lot of them wrote for other people for a long time. Arsenio Hall wrote for a lot of people. And then a being the host that he was and then he had other writers but for a long time Arsenio wrote for people so I, I kind of surmise and that's just well I think what 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 really what Cat Williams was kind of indicating because remember when he said Cedric had admitted to him and actually apologized he said Cedric right, apologized actually said my bad dog and he let it he let them get a pass but what he didn't like is that when he came on the couch and said otherwise, like when right. he was asked about it, Thanks. he was like, even he did a, even he did a, a live uh, post that I don't know what this cat is talking about because see, the thing is, is that I think like rap music, cause at one time, like you said, it was called biting, but now they don't call it biting no more. They use it as a way of paying homage. How many times somebody done set the line six in the morning? Like Snoop right. came out with gin and juice, um, you know, we doing it to six in the morning. Jay Z done said it. Nelly done said. Everybody done said a rhyme with that six in the morning. Right in the back with club and ma. Even R. Kelly said, "Sit, we'll be drinking till six in the morning." Right. So what? It, what they're doing now is called paying homage of it. Even even Jay Z said they talk about I do big verse, but I'm bigging up my brother and I'm big enough to do it. So I think in comedy. It's a thin line on that because say if it's somebody like myself or some unknown comedian who are, who are trying to make it in the industry, I might say a, a tremendous joke that's so funny that somebody might be in the audience. Like say if Samoa's in the audience or Melanie Camacho, now they can go on stage and do it and that will be their joke. Right, so right, that's right. to the point of where the thin line comes but as far as Melody, Melody Camacho and Monique and Samoa where they all in a certain limelight I think it's paying homage and, and maybe like you said somebody could do it uh, elevate the joke to your capacity or switch it up and even give props to, to, to somebody because like a lot of comedians have a team of writers like you said yeah and, that, and that's what I that's what I say I kind of surmise half of it comes right. uh Comedy writers writing for multiple uh, comedians, right? And then the other stuff, I think, and and also because even they they showing how and, and on Kings of Comedy when Bernie Mac was saying you don't perform it for the other comedians, don't don't put all your best jokes. Yeah, yeah they take your stuff. And right. The, matter of fact, you know Seinfeld said that too. 
Right, he said right. Or two. He said that they were, you got to be careful when you're at certain places because they're still, your, you know, say you being in a place like the comedy store and, you know, your material be on somebody else's. Right. <laughs> and and that's actually what, what happened to unknown comedians because a lot of times I, I remember even before Cat Williams the interview, it was it was a few years back, he had said that a lot of these comedians send their you know, send their staff to the comedy shows. Yeah. And get new material get from new unknown material, comedians. Right. And right. so, you know, that will hurt us because, you know, we're trying to make it in the comedy world. So even if you record, your, I think Cat Williams had to had had it recorded, but it was on Comedy View, comedy. Right. So he had proof, like you right. said, everybody coming with the receipts. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but um, I've seen that I've seen people take like um, there's remember the, he was a former host of of Showtime at the Apollo. He was the host before. Uh, Mark Curry or Steve Harvey and he's a stand-up comedian the the, 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 the the Spanish guy the Puerto Rican guy uh, he was in Ghost and everything he played the bad guy in Ghost and, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and everything but he, he's no longer a lot with us anymore but he had a joke about pigeons about dope fiend pigeons right mm-hmm. he was from where I'm from even the pigeons be nodding so uh Working at Downstairs Records, we found an old Freddie Pinch record with the exact same joke. Right. Like, whoa, he took that from Freddie Prince. <laughs> Dang, Freddie Prince said, yo, I'm from I'm from Washington Heights, you know what I'm saying? Where, where the pigeons get high, something like that. The pigeons be nodding off or something like that. Same, like, whoa, we were like, yo, he took that from Freddie Prince. So a lot of people, and, and even Richard Pryor, was remember they held Richard Pryor to the whole uh with, with Mudfoot that was the character of Mudfoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said Richard Pryor got that from a, a local comedian that actually wrote that and came up with that and used to perform it. And then Richard actually took it and made it and he made, made it. You know, so even Richard Pryor, who we all we see that if, if you're a comedian in comedy today, you it is nowhere in the world. You don't take something from Richard Pryor to be a funny person. So even he was 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 called out on on times of taking somebody else's stuff, and that's what happened. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it's been going on, and they right. won. And I think those who do and get away with it, get away with it. Those who don't, don't. And I think Cat just opened up a can of worms that I think in the world of comedy they don't talk about. It's yeah, they haven't been, you know, but and then when they were talking about it, like now they're seeing these old video surfaces, surfaces yeah. that, you know, Bernie Mac said it, um, you know, people have said it, but it's now surfacing now because people are like, oh, now this is what I see what right. they were talking about. Talking about and, and even in the um, even in some of the other things that he brought to people attention, you know, about the Illuminati and how people are making these deals, backdoor deals to get uh, in the big, in the, you know, get in that big world, you know, and how many times have we heard it? And now they surface in an interview that Kevin Hart had with Kelly Clarkson. And right. so they're saying, you know, because when Dave, when Dave Chappelle walked away from comedy, people were like, what was going on? Now we get the full story, even the though when he came back around, right. 
Facts. He said it. I walked away from fifty million because they wanted me. I I was not willing to do some of the stuff that came along with that money. Along with that fifty million. And right. so Cat right. Williams is like just spilling the beans, and people allow like that's what that all of that means. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's another one. Like he said, he turned down fifty million dollars for time. Yeah, for time. You know, yeah. and he produces all of his shows. Like when you see his shows on Netflix, produced original by Cat Williams. So. Yeah. When you don't need nobody or when you're trying to just make your come up based on your talent and your gifts and you don't got to cut corners, like he said, he don't like them because they cut corners. They do favors to get the big ticket, uh, you know, and he said they're not getting it on their skill because you will find out that they're not as as skilled as people think they are. Right. And there's a lot of shortcutters out here. People like to take shortcuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, a lot of them have that Ralph Crandom syndrome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get rich quick. You know what I'm saying? You want to get rich quick scheme going on. And that never really works out unless you... It uh, don't so, last. So, yeah. yeah. Don't oh, last. Oh, that's that's how the, the quick, the quick rich thing happens when you're selling yourself, especially at somebody else's demise or somebody else's... Right. ...is pulling the strings, you know, like... We, we listen to you know, people like Crazy Dame Dash was saying, oh, you know, he was talking about being your own boss when he talked right. about DJ right. Envy and all those things. And then look what the DJ Envy is in a, is in a situation Now he's fighting right now. for his job. Yeah, get what I'm saying? So, yep. and, and so now you look back at what, what uh, Dame Dash was saying, it was all true because it, and it makes sense. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta put those things in perspective. Sometimes people that that that's they're not even people that think outside the box. You have people that's in the box, people that outside of the box, and then there's people that the box doesn't even exist. You're right. So someone, someone like a Dame Dash, the box doesn't even exist. You're right. So they weird to us. Right. You know, they that they weird to us, but they are saying the truth because they see it. Clearly, because they have no box around them, right? No, no, nobody pulling the lever for them. And even when they get inside the machine, and then they see how things are going, they go, "Nah, I don't think I want to go any further with these people. I think I want to go." And then even, and I, and I know that's what happened between him and Jay Z because he didn't want to take it. And nah, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Jay Z said, "Well, I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole." You know what I'm saying so one got billions of dollars and one just is at a certain millions of dollars, but he's his own boss. Well, you know, know they broke up before that that whole so, thing happened because Cam. I'm just never, surmising, right, I'm right. surmising that that's what stopped it. That's what because Dame Dash would talk about being in certain meetings with certain powerful people, and he was like, "Nah, this ain't." It, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were they were plotting to split way. them up from day one. Yeah, they they act one way around uh, uh, when those people aren't around, and then they act another way when those people, those powerful people, are around. And he was like, "Yo, it's disgusting." And he, was, he was like, "Yo, that's disgusting how they they just switch up like that." So I think for a good while he was looking at it. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna run this race too long. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on my own. <laughs> As much as I can, but I got to get enough before I do it. And 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 he he does well. He does absolutely well. And he has. And he's a he's a he's a, a ingenious person. He he he's a visionary. And I think most visionaries don't think inside the box. I, they just don't. They see and hear things that we just don't see. 
I, I remember half the time the stuff that I was doing as a young person and people just like, yo, man, you just weird. You know, I, but I just saw things in, in a different light. The same thing with hip hop. I saw this. I, I visioned this. Where hip hop is today, I visioned it a long time ago. And right. people used to say, I was, yo, man, you, you crazy. Jazz, you crazy. That's all I heard. You crazy. That ain't gonna never happen. And everything happened. You get what I'm saying? Right. And here I am. Back. Radio. My first love. Morning show. Doing what I'm doing. Making things happen. Again. You crazy. But here I am. And, and I think that's what happens with visionary. Sometimes those get a chance to express their vision and, and soar like a bird. And others, they clip their wings and you never hear them. And, and that's the saddest part about them. So I've been a big fan of, uh, of Cat Williams. <laughs> I'm living, loving every minute of this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. a big fan of Cat Williams, man. <laughs> but I'm, you notice I'm, that people are not really combating what he's saying. They're just they're just trying to uh, deny the joke part. But the the meat and potatoes of the interview, you don't hear nobody disputing that. I know, I know. Like, I, I, what, what, like, like, um, Corey Holcomb said, what's the biggest thing they, they came back and said, no, this was my joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he said way more than somebody stealing the joke. The joke, exactly. And, exactly. and that was the meat and potatoes of yes. the interview. Yes. The eye yes. openers, the mouth yes. droppers. Yes, indeed. Because it ain't a mouth <laughs> dropper that somebody stole the joke here and there. Right. Not a mouth exactly. A lot of other stuff. But I want to get, because right now, DJ, Nelson the Maestro itching for a scratch and we got a whole new year y'all morning coffee radio show coming at you straight up and DJ Nelson got some brand new mixes for you he's gonna have some fun today he's gonna take you there so but start out we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about some more what went on uh, through the year over the holidays all the stuff that's done and we're gonna tell you about some of the things that's coming up with us and the things that's gonna be happening with us we are so excited. We are so, so excited, man. Because this year is going to be so much fun. And we're going to, oh, man, we're going to bring it to you. I, I'm loving every bit of it. Hey, but Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, start us off with something that's bang, bang, bang. And let's, let's get this party started right. You know get what I'm saying? Right. Get that Martin Luther King drop. Yeah, let's Go do start. that. Let's, let's, let's play homage to the great man. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Absolutely. Jr. That's right. Let's yes. pay homage to that man. Martin Luther King was a hoe. Did Shetty steal that joke? <laughs> Remember that in Barbershop? Yeah, Barbershop. <laughs> he was a hoe. But play his music, Mashup King. <laughs> Yo, so motivated. 2024, I want you to turn your boom boxes up, man, because DJ Nelson Demise is going to go on, and we having fun today. We enjoying this, enjoying this motivational Monday, y'all. We so glad to be back. I know you can tell. <laughs> yo, Nelson! Yeah, yo, yo! <laughs> Are you ready, my brother? Oh, yeah! Let's go! The Morning Coffee Crew is in the building. Crew is in the building. Oh, <laughs> 
break Washington and Lincoln on their birthday So now our third name is added to the list of men of peace Strong Major Justice Now, 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 every January on the third Monday We pay homage to the man who paved the way For freedom, justice, and equality To make the world a better place For a shoot Happy, it's a holiday It's a gathering For the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King
station, the pulse of the city. Today we celebrate Martin Luther King, a man who gave his life for human rights, a man who helped change everything. He said no one should be judged by the color of the skin, but by the love they have within. Basically, let's all be friends, all are created equal. No one should ever treat you less than another person, because you all have different features. Remember what Martin teased you, don't let pride mislead you. He stood for unity, and he chose to do it peaceful. Remember he can see you, looking down from heaven, we have to make him proud. Long live the reverend, we gotta love each other, even if we're different, that's what the doctor ordered, I hope you get the message, Martin had a dream, Kendrick had a dream, we have to live his dreams, stay woke, don't fall asleep, remember Martin had a dream, Kendrick had a dream, make his dream a dream, stay woke, don't fall asleep, what we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. I lived in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country. Maybe I could understand some of these illegal injunctions. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they have committed themselves to that over there. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of press. Somewhere I read that the greatness of America is the right to protest for rights. So just as I say we aren't gonna let any dogs or water hoses turn us around, we aren't gonna let any injunction turn us around. Many persons have questioned me about the wisdom of my path. Why are you speaking about the war, Dr. King? Why are you joining the voices of dissent? Peace and civil rights don't mix, they say. So this morning I speak to you on this issue. Cheers. The government be telling us lies, but you really shouldn't be surprised. Cause they do it the best. The government be telling us lies, but you really shouldn't be surprised. Cause they do it the best. The government be telling us lies, but you the government be telling us lies. The government beats, the government beats, the government be telling us lies. The government be telling us lies, but you really shouldn't be surprised, cause they do it the best. They the type that'll make you despise them, but you don't even need to stress. Just open your eyes, read a book with knowledge inside. Learn something that you won't forget. They go to war with the East, kill kids, tell them rest in peace, but don't leave no peace with the rest. Who's gonna be next? I sit back and count the hours while the families go to the grave. Bouquet with the flowers on the same day. They knocked down the towers Best friend just sent me a text Pay your respects Feeling like Kanye West No man should have all this power Not yet But don't fret Use the heart in your chest Cause if you don't Only thing that's left Is death The time has come For America to hear the truth About this tragic war there comes a time when silence is betrayal. 
silence. Black cotton, stay stressing. Smith and Wesson's got my blessings. Classes assessing the worst Westerners. Black cotton, stay stressing. Smith and Wesson's got my blessings. Classes assessing the worst Westerners. Black cotton, stay stressing. Smith and Wesson's got my blessings. Classes assessing the worst Westerners. The first question: Why do we work like slaves, sweating blades to an early grave? Never got paid, but still we slaved in the non-trade. Answer that, then answer this too. Love's gonna get you, you know it's true. Life's a bit true. You best the black track and try to act black in this. What's the manager? Got this wrong now, y'all. Do you feel me? Dumb, dumb, diddy, it's a meek attempt to reach each and every brother on the streets. If not peace, then at least let's get a piece. I'm tired of seeing bodies on the streets. Deceased. Looking through my high school yearbook. Reminiscing of the tears as the years took. One homie, two homie, three homies. We used to have troops, but now there's no more use to shoot. God come save the misbegotten. Lost ghetto souls of black cotton. And God, But his spirit is what's needed to move past the obstacles Like evil moms that wanna send me to the hospital Or even the morgue, they don't care long as they stop And you got heaven giving fear So I do what I gotta do, a truth, so I got a truth In the streets and preach the truth, preaching that my God is true Doing all that I can do, not fearing any man Or a Ku Klux Klan, or police officers with big clubs in them hand God gave me his spirit, in his spirit I'ma stand My eyes have seen his glory, and his glory is his plan The dream that I'm seeing is that of God's Kingdom, peace, love, harmony, unity, and freedom. All creeds, all races, all faces, all places us on one accord, worshiping our God because He's gracious. But men's hearts are racist, so trust what I'm faced with. But I'm armed with God's truth and His love, so I'll face. 
said, my orders on the march across the borders of this land. Speaking out the truth to reveal God's plan. If the gospel of the kingdom, no fear, no shake, no bend, no break, no. Cause I'm a good soldier. Cause I'm a good soldier. Oh, this is time for put your mind on your soul. Yo, half the story has never been told. Ladies, you got to demand what you want and what you want is respect, right? Now this is time to put your mind on your soul. Yo, half the story has never been told. Now this is time to put your mind on Now this is time to put your mind on your soul. Now this is time to put your mind on your soul. Yo, half the story has never been told. Ladies, you got to demand what you want and what you want is respect, right? Yo, just sit up on the track, I don't know if you have to it Freedom every time for the sisters. Check this. Watch this. And here we go now. Listen, if I'm poop and rule, I be the ruler like Slick Rick. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Get with this quick witted the deed is wearing shit. Papa got a brand new bag. Mama got a brand new jag. A go tag. I ain't no old hag. Nah, I represent not only in the kitchen, in the bedroom, but also in the boardroom. So give me more room. Deny my opportunity. You in jeopardy. Yo, yo, set me free. Don't hinder me. Let me be. I'm fighting for freedom. I got the heat in case you need them. Uh, straight soldier. Ain't nobody told ya. Hold up on them lies. I know your games and your plans. Do whatever you can to oppress the man. But when it's time to drop the bar, bring the folk in the soul. You say you never met a sister so strong. You're wrong now. How can we be free? It takes you and it takes me to blend together in harmony and peace and love and all of the above. Sisters coming together representing one love. No disrespect, but we gotta get it together. No matter what's the weather, sisters gotta stick together. And sisters be stronger. Don't let them steer you wrong. Hold on.
my friend. I say to you today, my friend. I say to you today, my friend. I say to you today, my friend. I say to you. I say to you. I say to you. I say to you today, my friend. I say to you today, my friend. This morning coffee radio show, new and improved. <laughs> With y'all through the motivated Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star and DJ Nelson, the maestro. All right, new year, new show, new everything, everybody. And Nelson, and yeah. he keeping it going, he keeping gotta, it live, channel live do on it. y'all. Yo, the maestro ain't joking, y'all. That's like right. I said. Hey, whoever you have or whoever you think holds the key. Oh, ring. No. <laughs> ring. oh you got it. Cut it out. <laughs> I'm talking so much messed up. Nelson over there like, yo, cool it, Jazz. Cool it. <laughs> Get me in trouble, bro. Cool it. <laughs> yo, they know the truth, though, now. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> they know the real deal. They shaking in their boots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't starting no cat wheel mess out here, y'all. <laughs> that ain't style. I'll leave it to the experts like cat. <laughs> oh dear it's all good though so I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just excited to be back yeah i'm excited about what's what's to come so i'm excited about 2024 i'm excited about a lot of things that's going on okay there's a lot of things that's happening that shouldn't be happening but as always things happen where there's a yin there's a yang right but for us no matter what gets in our way we're gonna fly high. We got a whole lot of stuff coming, and we have new segments that are gonna be coming up. But as always, we're gonna bring you what you need each and every day on the new morning coffee radio show, and uh, and that's without a doubt, Shovel Star thoughts of wisdom. So stop. Yes. Are you, are you, you got some. I know you got some great thoughts of wisdom going on there. I know you got some. Something for 2024 for us and everything like that. So, so motivated as you did in 2023. I want you to do in 2024. I want you to get your paper and your pen. Because Cheryl Star is about to go in with today's thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivated. Today's thoughts of wisdom. The truth always comes to light. All it takes is for somebody to be brave enough to tell it. And what that means, so motivators, is that once the truth comes out, it trickles down. No matter what people think they get away with, no matter what secrets people been keeping, whatever is done. Y'all know that old saying, what's done in the dark comes to light. So no matter what you do, you truth, you liars out there. (laughs) The truth always comes to light. All it takes is somebody to be brave enough to tell it. And I want y'all to marinate on that, soulmate of because you may have to tell the truth or drop a dime on a situation that's not been right. No matter what that is, think about it. A lot of people holding some secrets. They're holding some secrets. <laughs> but go on and tell the truth and marinate on that for 2024. Let that be your 2024 model, bringing the truth to the light. 
Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star, for that day. That <laughs> I think. Thoughts of Wisdom. I'm talking so motivated. <laughs> but Cheryl Star tell you you're a snitch. <laughs> well, hey. Sometimes, sometimes snitches don't get stitches. Sometimes you gotta be the one to blow the whistle. Oh my god! You gotta blow the whistle, Cap. Williams blew the whistle. I did he ever? He blew oh the whistle. God. So hey, you gotta oh be the you gotta be the whistleblower sometimes. Oh, uh, people still. Hey, we have to talk about this because again, we were on vacation, y'all. So we couldn't get to it when we wanted to get to it. But we were like, hey, we gotta talk about this. Yo, but Cat hit some strong points on some things. You know what I'm saying? Even Ice Cube straightened some things out. Like when he talked about the uh, the thing with Ricky, Ricky Smiley. Yeah, he was a little off with Ricky Smiley. Well, you know? what, what it was, and I and I had a I had a feeling that, that Ricky, Ricky Smiley was telling the truth because the way right. he was saying it. But Ricky was saying it in a sense because again, the how it how it went down is that. Money Mike character wasn't a pimp at the beginning. He was a crackhead in the beginning. That's what Money Mike was. He was a crackhead. So, so, uh, so, so, Ice Cube said Ricky Smiley did audition for Money Mike. But when Cap Williams came in, he brought the pimp flair to it and changed it up. And, and even Ice Cube said he did change the writing. The character in itself was the same character. It's just that he he they changed the flair of it a lot and let Cat put a lot of his stuff in it and do the whole pimp angle and everything like that. And it gave the and, and, and Ice Cube said because the way it it rolled, they 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 wrote in more stuff for him. Like they allowed him to write in more. They allowed him to enhance the, the the writing right. on it. Right, and he and he changed some things out. He was saying that he wasn't gonna show a rape scene. With, with money might get raped in the bathroom all that stuff he said that that wasn't his style so that wasn't there cat wasn't really um accurate with that you know what i'm saying so so a lot of it i think was kind of misconstrued on on, on both is a little bit and kind of misinterpreted on, on both ends i don't i don't think ricky smiley was trying to be a liar about it and try to make something up so he was just and when you listen to ricky smiley's interview with, with club shay shay he was saying that you know, I, I, he said it. He said, I auditioned for Money Mike. And then they gave, because I think what he said was, and and I think what happened is, Cat Williams was offended by, he was saying, he said that he was, Cat Williams was going to be Santa Claus at first. Well, that never happened. And so. that wasn't it. Right. Right. That, that never it. happened. That, that never happened. That wasn't a part of it. But Ricky Smiley did audition for money Mike and I think Cat Williams didn't know that because if you listen to Ice Cube also he was saying that a lot of things got switched around so I think in Cat Williams defense and also in Ricky Smiley's defense because when you're auditioning for a role even even Alfred Woodley said it there's 10,000 people or there's right. like like Cat Williams even said he was number 2,216 yeah, he said something right? Like, right. So he said 216 or something like that. Right. So Cat Williams is not going to know all to who who auditioned for that role, what? especially right. Right. if they didn't right. go at the same time. Right. They didn't go at the same time because obviously 
Ricky Smiley had or previously auditioned for the character right. of Money Mike. Of now, Money Mike. Ice Cube cleared that up because he right. said, he, you and know, Ice Cube we, said because Money Mike character was a crackhead in the beginning. He wasn't. He wasn't a pimp. So he. Oh, he, I, I didn't know he said he was a crackhead, but I, I know did. that he said uh, Ricky Smiley did it. You know, audition for that role. Right. And he said once Cat Williams auditioned for it, he said, you know what? Let's go and give Ricky Smiley. Let him play the Santa Claus. The, the Santa Claus, right? Exactly. You know, because he said Cat aced that role, and like you right. said, he gave Cat Williams the freedom to enhance it. And Cat Williams said he even I, spoke I, of I, let's enhance this role a little bit. Like if right. I could have some input, because I'm a comedian. Right. So let's make it funnier. Right. So I think that part of it was just a misunderstanding. Because I, I a lot do of too. times they I, don't communicate. You know, like yeah. you wouldn't know what role I go off because. When I was watching Drink Champs, uh, Tretch was uh, on Drink Champs and he was talking about, uh, you know, because Queen Latifah was in Juice and had the part already. And she told Tretch to go down to Juice and read for the, the role of Bishop. Right. And Tretch didn't even know Tupac was reading for that role at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So Tretch said he went down there, read for the role of Bishop. And he ran into Tupac, who was going to, and he said, where you going? He's like, I'm going to read for the role of Bishop. And then Tupac and Tretch was like, oh, good luck, because I don't think they're going to give it to me. Because he said he didn't think he did a good job. When Tupac got the role, Tupac then was instrumental on getting Tretch in the movie. Because Tretch went to to read for Bishop, but didn't get the role. So he said when he told, you know, when, when, when Tupac told him I got the role, Tupac said, hold on, I'll be right back. He said, he went and talked to uh, the directors, and next thing you know, Tress got a role, even though he didn't have a vocal role. He didn't have, he just, he, he just had the stare down part with the game. Right, right. yeah, the you game. Know? Yeah, he was in the game. Right, but what I'm saying, imagine people go out and read for these different parts, and sometimes different actresses or actors get the role over, uh, and they might not know that a person, unless, you know, unless they're a click. Right. So, that part of it, <laughs> I, I I said, yeah, you know, Ricky Smiley didn't seem like, you know, I think he just had it wrong about the Santa Claus, you know, but it, he did, it, he it, did audition. It, it's just like Makai Pfeiffer when Makai Pfeiffer played in uh, Crooklyn, um, not Crooklyn, um, I'm sorry, not Crooklyn, um, Clockers, uh, Spike Lee movie Clockers. Oh yeah, Clockers, right, right. So he didn't go down there for that part that he got because he went with a friend. Mm-hmm. And his friend read for that part, and I think he was trying to just be part of the part of the movie. Get in the movie, right? Because he didn't even have a headshot or anything, so they gave him that role, and they say, "Oh, you have headshots." So he had to run into. I think he said he ran into like Sears or some, one of those places, and you know where they they, they do your they do right. your those pictures. I mean, the night nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, the portrait. <laughs> He ran in there and got his portraits taken real quick for like twenty dollars or something like that to give to them because he didn't have nothing. He right. was going down with a friend, really being more supportive than anything, and he got right. the role. So you, you never know. Well, that happened with my brother. You know, like this, the one of the movies that um, Rev was doing. That you know, remember I told you it's a it's a comedy horror, and Re- we just went. Me and my aunt went as an extra. Right. And we were there supporting Rev. Rev was the one who had a role in the movie. And, you know, it was a scene where it was a comedy scene. And I just became a heckler. 
Right. And 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 they cut cut. You got to roll. We gonna write what you <laughs> just said into the movie. Yeah. So sometimes it, it you know it, they improvise like they let people sometimes add stuff or sometimes they'd be like oh you know what we want we want this person in the in the scene or whatever so right. you never know. Well, you know? actually, Reb did that because you know your brother was people know her brother was also in Crush so, Groove and Beat Street. Crush Groove, he is the person that went third. He he was third place. Get Jazz to the Fat Boys and Jazz. So Jazz won. Fat, Boy, Fat Boys won. Jazz was in second, and Reb his character was in the Kid Jazz. I think it's called Kid Jazz. Right. But you see the movie, y'all. It says Kid third place. Kid Jazz. That's Reb. That's our right. brother. And actually, Reb told the director it should be a third place. He right, because that makes sense. He actually right. He said because that makes sense, and they put that wasn't written in. But he he said it should be a third place, and that's why and that's how the third place got into the movie like that. Right, right, you know right. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's just that they cut out the part where he go up and get the award. They cut that out. You just right. It just him. mentioned the name. Right. right. You, you heard the name and you saw him, but you didn't see when he went up and got the award. And then right. So yeah. So that. But but he actually told him that it should be a third place, and and that 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 can happen. So I right. understand when what Cat Williams did and what you know. Because again, with comedians, you have to let a lot right. go and and let them right. do their thing. It's like in next Friday with with with. Uh, you know, with Mike Epps and and the scene when he gets when he gets pepper sprayed <laughs> and everything, he's in there, he's changing his clothes, and right. he's just going off. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was watching that whole scene, and I was like, how didn't Ice Cube laugh at any of that? <laughs> you found that it was a lot of takes. You know what I mean, so but he just went off. He let him do his thing, and he was hilarious in that. Right. And you have to, you have to, you have to, yeah, you have to let let them do it. Let them go. You gotta let them go in certain things because that's gonna make the movie. It's the same thing, you know, saying with Eddie Murphy, with you know, saying even with Trading Places, and when he played the he played the con man in the part where he did the the, the thing where he had no legs. Mm -hmm. and that, right. Right. So. It, it was part like you know saying it was part that was written in there there's part that eddie just improvised on and it just made sense you know what i mean and and you don't even know which one was written in which one he improvised on but it made all the sense in the world and be funny you know so and it's, it's things that comedians do and say that you can tell like 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 one of my favorite parts in in nutty professor is when uh, you know, Professor Comp, he, he's uh, erasing a blackboard, but then he get all the chalk on on him. And then when um, when uh, Jada Pickett Smith comes in, and then he tells her, he said, "Oh, I messed myself." And he said, "I messed myself." I said, "I didn't mess myself." And he points to his butt, but I messed myself. Point back to right. me. That's her laugh. To me, that's ingenious. You know that wasn't written. You and right. nowhere in the world. They didn't write the, the playwrights did not write that. No way. <laughs> no way. That was all Eddie. That was all Eddie, because that's genius to even say something like that because you have to understand it to get it. I didn't mess myself, but I messed myself. You get what I'm saying? Because right. that's what we used to call when you, you know what I'm saying, when you when you made when you, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you call it make a boo-boo or mess yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> and it comes from our childhood of being a little kid. So we it's a language that you kept from the from the time you was a child all up, up to your adulthood. 
And so he brought that to the table. It's, that, it's almost like, ice cream man is coming, mama. You know right, that's, right. That's all, that's the ingenious stuff. That stuff, you you know what I'm saying? A, a, a playwright can't write that. I, even I, the I role, that. even training day. Remember Denzel was recently talking about, and I guess it's not just with comedians, but actors in general. Like right. Denzel said, uh, you know the the role that got him the Oscar of King Kong ain't got nothing. Got that wasn't oh, in right. the script. Put that in there, right? Right. He he, he put, just said it. He said he, he was he was just feeling the role, and he right. just said it. Right. And also um, in a scene with Mary J. Blige and Ghost, uh, you know, because Mary is learning, getting into her acting, because she did a couple of movie roles. You know, she played Betty Betty Shabazz and right. uh, mm-hmm. Betty and yeah. um, Coretta Story. Yeah, she played in Mutt World. She played in uh, Prison Song. You know, she played Q Tip's mother. Right. She did a couple of movies, but she said that on a scene where her daughter was revealing that the basketball player was her son. It wasn't in the scene for her to grab at the daughter and 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 say, "I'm gonna kill you." And this, but she said, as a black mother, that's what black mothers would do. Dude, as right. soon as the daughter's out of line, they'd grab at them and try to kill her. So yeah. she said the director was like, "Oh my god, that was great! Leave it in there." But that wasn't a part of what she was supposed to do. Right. Exactly. But she said she just acted on impulse, and I think that's the beauty of acting. You like you have to feel the role. And and do it as genuine as you would do it in real life. Yeah, because that yeah. makes the acting good. Yeah. and you can imagine co- comedians have an extra oomph on that because yeah. now they could bring a funniness to the role and add something additional to it. So yeah. it's great that you know, and and that's one of the reasons why I want to get into acting as well. You know, that's why I said you know, comedy is a big field. It's not just stand up, but. You can do acting and you can play serious role like Alfred was saying. He want to play a funny role now because throughout his career, he played authority figures. Serious roles, right. You know, he played cops, uh, uh, missioners. So now he want to play something because that's all a part of testing your skills. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I I like his new show. I really like it. So support it. And donate to it. We want to see more episodes. We want to the really old clan. Oh so, yeah, so on Tubi. So, on Tubi, check out the old clan. And and I'm telling you, it's a, it's a good show. You you dig it, and and I dug it. So you know, and I'm hard on certain things, but I'm a I'm a Tubi guy. So you know, oh, man, Tubi, Tubi, Tubi got everything. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of those movies on Tubi. Like you know, what I'm saying like my cousin Kendra, she she's an author. She read books, and now. Uh, a few of her books are now movies and one of the movies the one that's out now I, I think it's called Knee Deep and uh, it's on Tubi that sounds and, and uh, it's, it's dope so and it, it has the same name as another movie it was called Knee Deep before oh so. okay because I was like that's so, what I was going to say I might right. have seen it but I'll check it out movie. right but there was another movie called Knee Deep and I think that was with uh, uh, Tyrese or something like that I think but, uh, oh, that was but, waist deep. Waist with deep. Tyreek, yeah. Right, 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 right. But I know I heard. I heard right, that. All right, so uh, so not. But knee deep. It, 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 the, my my cousin's book is called Knee Deep. So the movie right. same title is the book. So that's what it is. And it's what it's one of those. You know, the drama. Her, 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 this one doing up that. This is one of those. It's, it it has a lot. It has a lot of twists and turns, but it makes a whole lot of sense. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, you got you got to check it out. So it, it's all good. So Kendra Rainey King, she does her thing. You know, say all us Rainies, we we do our thing. We we're just a talented bunch of people 
and uh, check it out on Tubi. It's, it's called Knee Deep, and uh, it, it's all good. So, and, and again, and Old Clan, check that out too on Tubi. I'm a Tubi guy. I'm telling you, stop. Yeah, Tubi. Yeah. But you know what was funny with Cat Williams said? He said Cedric the Chainer is so horrible that his stand-ups are not available on Netflix or Tubi. And people were like, "Dad, Tubi." Yo, everybody got something. Yo, Tubi playing everything. If they not playing your stuff on Tubi, he said they're so horrible. But but you know, after the he broke the internet, they put Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, his one of his stand-ups is where where he stole a joke. They put that yeah. back on Netflix. And Netflix, on Netflix, I know. Netflix is smart. <laughs> Netflix is like, okay, I let me know. go put yeah. this on and get yeah, some views. Right, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. It's on. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Netflix is like, oh, we gonna get a nickel out of this dime. Because <laughs> you know, even though you know, because if people say you're not funny, you're gonna listen. Now, just to validate if they're not funny or not. Yeah, exactly. So, really, Cedric gonna get some views on his special, you yeah. know? Hey, and I you love know, our brother Shannon Shop, they said, you know, that Cat Williams interview is up to 30 million views. Oh, yeah. So, I saw that. I saw that. He broke it. He, I, he bro- I mean, the first day it was 10 million views. People were coming at, people were coming at Shannon Shop left and right. I'm like, big that brother up. He handled that interview well. He yes, let, he did. That, he let Cat Williams go. Let, let him go. He challenged yep. him on some things, and, and and he was supposed to the things he challenged him on. He was supposed to, okay. And then it, it, he let him go some more. I think he did an excellent job. Yep, yep. yep. Interviewing, him. I think it was excellent, and Cat was being Cat Williams. I yep. You suppose uh, when someone you you ask come on a show on your show. I think it's it's not even cool to, to to try to muffle them or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we had Raheem on the show, you know what I'm saying? Raheem of the uh, of Grandma Slash and Phoebe's Fire. We did two days with Raheem. There was so much juicy stuff from the early pioneer days. We wanted Raheem to just tell those real live stories of early days pioneering the hip hop. Y'all get the y'all get the fluff stuff all the time. The Grammy is gonna give you the fluff. Okay, half of the people that that really was a part of making hip hop hip hop, the Grammys didn't even invite. Okay, well let's talk about that too yeah. because that's another big topic that's been trending online. I mean, all throughout the holiday and the new right. year, um, you know, a couple of people had made some comments about uh, the Grammy special with the fifty acts. You yeah. know, starting with the teacher, the philosopher. Right. KRS One, you right. know, he was turned it down. He yeah. turned down his invitation. Turned it down. And there were some people who stood with him on that because you know right. KRS One said, you know, forty nine years you didn't invite us. The fiftieth right. year you want to call us? No, I'm not coming. And yeah. you know, there were some people who who backed it up, and yeah. then there were some people who you know challenged KRS One's comments. Right. You you so, know who stood with KRS One on it? It's, it's funny who, who one of the people that did, which MC Shan. MC Shan stood with Carol's one with that. He actually stood with him on that. Right, right, right. I, I heard I him say, the, I heard him alive. MC Shan, right. I watched this video and he was saying the Grammys is full of it and this, this and that. And that. Mm-hmm. They invited a lot of the real pioneers that was really part, you know, made hip hop, hip hop had a heart. And, and Shan did have a, all in all, you know, the bridge was a big record. Let's not, let's not play around. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a big record. So, again, 
So yeah, for him not to be a part of it like that, like say Shannon Molly Ma or something like that, it's, yeah, it was, it was kind of, you know, so I understand, I understand that. So again, there, there are people that say, well, you know, Chaos One is, is he's exaggerating a bit or he's taking it out of content or whatever like that. And some are saying, you know, let us, let us have our day. And others are saying, hey man, he's absolutely right. So it, it all depends on where you stand on that. Right, it's, that, that's what I said. Everybody has a freedom of their own right. uh, individual so, uh, yeah. thoughts on it. When Chris said what he said, I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. Because again, you know, someone like me who fought so hard for hip hop to be hip hop and, and have a place in, in the music genre. And, and, and you know, I was a person that was pushed to the side a little bit because I fought so hard for something that they didn't think was going to go past 10 years. Mm-hmm. So here it is. It's like, again, when Kuji and, and myself and, and, and Gusto, when we created the, the first rap awards show and people thought it was a big joke until they saw what we really put together. And then now it opened up their eyes. The vision was real to them. And now here they are presenting something real. And from that sprung another award show. And that sprung, you get what I'm saying? So it, everything was bridging because of a vision and certain people didn't take it real but here we are and again well, that's what people were saying it's like we have to start from somewhere but i like with um what's this brother uh uh the, the guy who made um danny dan danny glover daniel glover you know the guy who made um that that popular song the classic man not yeah you know i'm talking about the rapper yeah. mm-hmm. he was saying that Instead of doing the grant, because you know what it is, a lot of us we say what we should have did, should have did, but there hasn't been a forum yet where we own the platform because verses they were saying that they should have did it on the verses because you know they they feel like they've been negotiating the verses and they supposed to have came to an agreement. So he, some other people were saying. If you didn't want to do that 50th platform on the Grammys, like in perspective of KRS-One's theory, then you could have took it and did it on a versus where it's a black thing. You get what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So really, it's, it's like to be a black thing, but a hip hop thing. Well, but that's what I'm saying. The Grammys yeah. is a white platform that right. controlled the hip hop. You know, a part of who was helping with the invites was LL, MC Light. I think they gave them some range to uh, who who are the people because they don't know you you we're putting the history makers like in the in the we can't blame that on the Grammys because the Grammys have a committee and a lot of people were saying that um, you know because LL hosts the Grammys for years mm-hmm. you know even prior to hip hop being on there LL has hosted the Grammys so they were saying that. Instead of blaming the Grammys, which is a white-based platform, they are not going to know who are the pioneers to invite or who are the people that should have been or could have been. They are leaning into the, the popular hip-hop artists like LL Cool J, MC Light, who does a lot of the hosting for a lot of the platforms, you know? So they probably enlist them and probably say, you know, well, who should we get on this platform? And, and, and because of the people who participated last year, like Saw and Pepper did it, 
Run DMC did it. That's why they probably said, okay, now let's get different artists that didn't perform on the last Grammys. Because remember, they had like a one minute, two minute, and then Rakim did it on both because Rakim was on the last Grammys as well. But right. Big Daddy yeah. Kane wasn't. So now they put Big Daddy Kane, they put The Far Side, they put Diggable Planets. But yeah, it's tons of people that they could have had. It's, it's not a one night thing. In my opinion, it should have been a celebration of all the old school. And because we got all the time in the world to see Bootsy, to see uh, all the new rappers, to see exactly. Sexy Red. Exactly. I think that it should have exactly. been a platform of pioneer celebration, like give them their flowers. That way we could have had more of the pioneers in the building and on yeah. the performance. Like you said, yeah. why not get the yeah. rest of the people that, you know, we're, we're having a nice and smooth. We're having right. to, you know, it, it's a lot of groups that we could sit here and say, exactly. Tribe Four Quest, even though Fife Dog, rest in peace, but Q-Tip didn't get invited. Or right. I don't know, I can't say he didn't get invited, but he was but not there. Down, right, exactly, exactly. So uh, uh, again, it, it, it was a lot of missing pieces there. Yeah. And there was a lot of, you know, I, I, I think the Grammys don't know, like you said. And, you know, they may have people that's on their committees now. I remember, you know, even I remember back in the day when Bam was on part of the 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 the, the board or, or you know the voting mm -hmm. of the Grammys. I remember he was like the first person of of any type of hip hop that was part of that, mm -hmm. and he was like the first person that was like trying to encourage people uh, of hip hop descent, so to speak, to to get part of of the writers' guild, the unions, or this to that that I. But we would shut out a lot of things, right? Because we were considered. And that real music and that real form right. art, this and this and that, even built right. up, came out against hip hop and said some things. You know, it's not a real culture and this and that. Well, Bill explained to me what well, is a culture, and then I'll break it down for you and I'll give you each four elements. Matter of fact, each five elements and show you that that's a culture. So, again, you know, here's a jazz arrow man that wanted to say that hip hop was, you know, wasn't, didn't belong. And and that same bebop that he loved so much, they 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 downed that back in the days. You know, right. they said that didn't have a place. But then it found its place. And now it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But people forget it's just the same as, you know, even certain gospel music back in the day. You know, saying uh Thomas Thomas A. Dorsey, his his jazz music, which is which is I mean, sorry, jazz, his his gospel music was just like considered standard today standard thomas a dorsey songs it considered gospel standard today but it was crapped on back when he came out within the 1930s get what i'm saying right it said it had no place over the hymns that were out there it said so a lot of people they they they, they full of full of it and and hip hop has this place, and they have now it's proven this stuff. Now everybody will jump on that bandwagon, I, so it is a little offensive. So I understand the chaos ones, the MC Shans. I understand them, but those who do participate, I understand it. This is my time to shine on the big stage, and, you know? and it sets the bar from going forward. You know, and like it, like somebody said, it took one actor to get one black actor to get nominated for Oscars, then even though it's nowhere near, we, you know, we know we get shunned out of the award shows 
but we have to create our own stuff and, and until we do and we that's the thing we don't create our own and right and that's like that's what we have to work towards hip-hop on when they had the hip-hop honors that thing lasted like five seasons you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It like five seasons. So when, so when, when Russell Simmons and Leon Corn was no longer interested, it fell by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? Right. What kind of crap is that? We should still honor our own. And, and well, that's why we have to. You know, we gotta like, us. Why are we still relying on someone else to say that we great? Still today, right now, in, in comparison to the hip hop artists. To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know we way more excited about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, Cool uh, Herc was like in tears at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right, I, right. You know, at, at all being on it like that, but at the same time, the hip hop artists didn't even look at Cool Herc and say, "Hey, man, let's give him the very first honor. Let's do that." Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Giving the very first honor, and, and this is where it all started. Nope, they didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? They they started out with Run DMC and all that type of stuff. With Grandmaster uh, Flash, popularity uh, stuff, but at the same time, right. give it to those which who they deserve it. All the right, all the pioneers of this thing. But it, uh, again, once once uh once Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five won the won the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then Run DMC won the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then all of a sudden hip hop artists went to the wayside. Because right. now accepted by uh, our white counterparts. It's, it's that it's that old Negro spiritual of integration. And, and I think did, well, who was Jay Z and LL the first after those pioneers? Like any other hip hop artists in there after the Run DMCs and the Grandmaster Flash? The Grandmaster Flash, Run DMC, the BT Boys. Uh, well, the BC Boys is white, but they hip hop. Uh, uh, how did it go? LL Cool J. Well, that LL and Jay Z just recently got yeah. it. Right, I'm saying that's where I went. That's right, but I that went. that's yeah. a big gap. Really? That's a big gap. <laughs> um, yeah, Jay Z. And now uh, Missy Elliott and Cool Herc. Right, right, right. So yeah, that's how 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 it was going. So again, you know, it, it's it's. It's, it's, it's yeah. under somebody else's control. And right, I right. the whole idea of the, of the hip-hop artist, I thought that was a great idea. I thought it was something that was great. It had its own flavor, its own name, and then called it the, we didn't call it the Hip-Hop Hall of Fame. It's mm-hmm. called Hip-Hop Artist. And it had the same, you know saying, the same, supposed to have the same capacity. It was on VH1, you know, so it was it, was it you know, nationally, and again, or internationally. And again, it, it went about five years. Right. You know, hip hop, they keep it up. They didn't keep it up. When well, the, I hope, when you know, the they made the Nobody else kept it up. And I think that's a problem. I and think that now we have the 50th mark. The important thing is to see what happens next. Yeah. yeah. You know, because the hip hop forum is worldwide. Everybody's, like you said, people are jumping on the bandwagon. Now the unions are inviting the hip hop artists to become union members, just like uh, the NBA players and you know, right. like we were talking about. So we have to see what the you know what those pioneers mix with the, the people with money because the pioneers have the ideas, but they just don't have the funding. You know what I mean? Like Rodney C spoke about, like you know, 
Let us throw concerts in y'all but, but forums. So much money in hip hop. So much money. You but have that's all what, these rappers. Right. That's what Rock, that, Rock, remember when Rock DC was saying that. Put that money together, put it to use, and have your own. What is wrong with you? Well, that's have what they were challenging KRS One. We have our own directors. We have our own producers. We have people that produce. We have people that direct. We have hip hop has it all now. Hip hop has all those elements now. Well, that's what they were challenging KRS One too. Beans, you you see a bunch of them in the room with the car, with the with the uh, crystal in the hand and all that, and they all party and it's and it's well over. But all of them being in the same room, party at the same time, that's well over billions of dollars. That's multi billions of dollars in that one room, and we can't have our own our own honors. That's hip hop, but you made it through hip hop. Hip hop made you who you are. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Come when on. you got honor and honor those who were before you, uh, that's all you're doing. All you're doing is honoring them and, and paying some homage to them, giving them some money and, and, and giving them their flowers while they're here. And some of the ones that aren't here, giving them their flowers. And and why can't we just do that? Well, Nas created something similar. You know, remember he gave he Rakim, did. he did, did an honor with he. You know, he was behind the red alert. But that has to be more people with that kind of money. And like like people were challenging KRS One because what they said is you speaking to the Grammys, you need to be having this conversation to your fellow uh rap artists that have the money that can give y'all your own award and have your flowers on the platform. You like he have you it? Do you think he have it? I don't know. I know he has. See, but I know he has. That's the thing. But I, but you can't you can't put that on the Grammys. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like if there's more supporters, because Paris One has a voice. Actually, you can, because when the, when hip hop, when hip hop was really doing this thing, the Grammys didn't want to give us. No, they they were right. I mean, poor. back then you could have put it on the Grammys, like when when the era of Will Smith, when he when he was the first one. Like there was a time to put it on the Grammys, but but this is the time where it's no excuse because hip hop has evolved even without the Grammys taking knowledge of it. Now after fifty years, you right. call us. What happened to forty years and thirty years? Right, but we didn't need them at that, that point. Twenty-five. You should have been. It should have been. It should have been gone from. It should have been. Boom, 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 boom from there. And I and, and I would understand it better. I, he would probably say, hey, No, man, they should have back then. That's when they should have called out the Grammys. If you were you were all involved in us, had, had us all part of what you were doing each and every time, okay, then I, I can see that. But they didn't. Right. And that's when they should have said that. That you don't wait 50 years to make a stand on that. You supposed to say that as hip hop artists, money was in hip hop 25 years ago. That's when the money started turning think to the millions and dot. Do the millions of dollars. No, this is when they should have created their own. Like we we sit around and blame and wait. We can't keep we can't keep doing that. And like I said, what Cat Williams said was very key. He Dave Chappelle. They didn't wait for people to make them blockbuster stars. Like he said, I'm not a part of the blockbuster. I made my mm -hmm. own. He made his own and because he took his own money I, and I financed agree. his I, own tours, financed his own uh, sick, his specials, yeah. and now he rewards. Now he gets to reap the rewards of it. So 
there was money in hip hop 25 years ago. So at 25 year mark, that's when I would say, okay, if the Grammys is not recognizing us, let's do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like now at 50 years, we are mega rich. And like you said, I there's a lot of money to go we around. Hip- when, we, when we created like the hip hop honors and things like that. Right, that would have took it to the we were doing place. It, right, and when we were doing with the with the, the source awards and all those things, and then again, right. we, all those things fall by the wayside. And yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's this theory that we have with this integration thing. We're the only people in the world that wants integration. There's no other group on the planet Earth that wants integration. Only those of of the African and African diaspora. That, that's only people that on this planet Earth that want integration. And, I, I, and I'm telling you from the truth. And that's a proven fact. I'm not pulling that out of my behind or my act. That is a proven fact. Well, like it's, I said, I agree with no all other group, the people. No other group, no other group on this planet Earth wants integration. No other group. Right. Well, they gotta, they gotta make some changes. They can't leave it up. The time has come to stop putting it on somebody. Everybody's passing the buck. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It is on us as hip hop entrepreneurs. It's enough money in there where they can, like you said, versus create it. Hardly on that. Create uh, that versus and create our own Grammy shows. You know, look at Bunny. She trying to create yeah. Bunny for Harlem Honors, creating her own Harlem yeah. Awards with her yeah. with her blood, sweat, and tears. So yeah. and people can do it if they want to do it. Was one of the repeat shows just this Friday. <laughs> her show was the, re- the, the repeat show was Bunny. It was 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 Bunny on uh, the interview we have with Bunny. <laughs> so yeah, we'll yeah. have her on again this year. So you know, have a have lot of people on this year. There's a lot of things. So motivated just to give you a little rundown. We're, we're gonna again. We have a new name. Yeah, Morning Coffee Radio Show. All right, featuring yours truly, the motivated Jazzy G, show star, and DJ Nelson the Maestro. So, brand new Morning Coffee Radio Show. That's right there. That's first and foremost because we're doing a lot of things. We're gonna be a lot of places, and we're gonna be uh, again. We got a television show coming on Apple TV. And most likely that just starts in February, which is African American History Month. So we're supposed to command that month and everything. So you see us on Apple TV. There's a lot of things. We're, we're part of a brand new uh, podcasting uh, network, uh, which is uh, which is phenomenal. And and that's that's another thing that we're going to be doing. Have a new podcasting system that we're going to be doing. We're going to have spinoff shows. We're going to have a lot of people that's going to come up here, and we're still going to do the pioneers of hip hop. We're still going to bring them all up here. They're going to come up here and tell you those stories from when things started, how they got started, how hip hop really had its form, so you can really understand the grind and how it came to be today. So we're going to have those people on. Uh, Rocky McConnell going to come on because, again, the, the Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx, New York, where hip hop began, that's going to be open. I think I think uh, the museum opens up in 2025, if I'm not mistaken, right, Star? Yeah, I think so, he said. Right, so Rocky going to be coming. They'll be doing the whole Hip Hop Museum tour. And he's gonna come up here, and hopefully, Rocket brings some of the some of the greats <laughs> of, of hip hop pioneer coming on here. So we're gonna have a, it's gonna be a whole lot of things, things that we got coming up in store for you guys because we love you, 
and we're so appreciative are uh, you listening to morning coffee each and every day and that's why we had to come stronger we're going to be on different networks also so you're going to hear us not just how you hear us on the west coast east coast everything nationally but you're going to start hearing us even more internationally you're going to hear us in certain regions we're going to be on certain radio stations certain so a lot of things going to be happening with morning coffee radio show so again so stick with us bear with us we're going to talk all week long about what's been going on and of course cat williams is the talk of the talk of the talk of the talk so we had to hit you up with that one without a doubt because he he broke the internet absolutely <laughs> yo shout out to shannon sharp brother keep doing what you doing brother don't let them try to tear you down. You are a genius, my man. You know what I'm saying? They thought they was going to throw you uh, out of here, put you to the side, skip and all that old, you know what I'm saying? None of that. <laughs> None of that. You, you're you bringing down the house, but keep keep bringing the funk to them. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. So let them know that this ain't a luck thing. This is a Shay Shay thing, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we big people up here. You know what I'm saying? We love the great things that that uh cameron and mesa's doing they actually now they bring in even more they got branch out even more with their sports stories they got mark jackson with them now there's so many things that's going on out here in this world of broadcasting that there's plenty of opportunities and and if you're interested in, in podcasting and things like them go for it you got a book inside you write that book don't don't let somebody tell you your story is not good enough to, to tell. Nobody's going to be interested. Yeah, they will. Trust me. Trust me. Somebody been through what you've been through and somebody need a message from someone like you. you know? And there's enough nosy people out here in the world to read your story. <laughs> <laughs> you could always write a book with nosy people in the world. <laughs> they your number one customers. Girl, I can't wait to read Sheryl Star page 46. <laughs> Joe got a brand new book coming. I got a brand new book coming. Valentine's Day for all you suckers yeah. in love. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and matter of fact, um, I, I actually got a course coming and everything like that. So my course is going is coming out before the actual book and everything like that. But I am out to help those especially fathers, black fathers in particular with imposter syndrome, the suffering in silence. I want to help that. I'm one of the people that I suffered in silence and suffer with imposter syndrome. So over 88% of Americans at some point in their life have suffered with imposter syndrome. So I'm going back to the drawing board, going back to those classes, going to, to actually to, to help you with those things that you're you're going through and help you with that. So that's coming and everything like that. So suffering the silence, look out for that. And uh, so it's a lot of things we're doing. and. Morning Coffee Radio is coming at you. Always, you know, Nelson the Maestro, as always, the mixes are coming even stronger and, 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 and harder. And, and watch out for him this year, because if you think last year, Nelson had you on your toes, on your feet, dancing on your hands, whatever, <laughs> you ain't seen or heard nothing yet. <laughs> we're gonna be coming at you strong. So we just, we're just so, uh, appreciative of you so just check us out Monday through Friday here on Morning Coffee Radio show alright and uh, stop yes, gonna, we, you know all good things come to an end because I see Nelson giving us the, the wrap up wrap time. it up as always 
But we're going to continue a lot of this stuff up tomorrow and Wednesday. And we're, we're back! Talking, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to be, like I said, so motivated. Coming is going to be some great, great, great guests. And we'll let you know what guests are coming here on the morning coffee. But we just want to come back and let you know what's going on with us and everything. So, you know, we're still here. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. We're still here. <laughs> All right? So let's take our deep breaths as always. And, 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 and it's our affirmation protection prayer as we do but and bring in 2024 with the real deal with a bang y'all all right so so motivated breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend 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 it breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend 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 it one more time beloveds breathe in Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Motivational Monday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your protection prayer affirmation for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. May it be work, school, or play on this 2024 Motivational Monday. All right? Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. A star. Yes, yes. What are you doing on this Motivational Monday on this 2024 making things happen? I'm going to motivate people to tell the truth. I'm going on the boulevard with my bullhorn. All you truth tellers, step to the plate. We're listening. Oh, man. Everybody got the spirit now. Everybody going cat rims crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's all good, man. It's all good in our hood. Hey, so motivated. Hey, me, Star Nelson. We're going to take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, man. As, as much as we do, we love you, man. It's brand new. It's it's for you. It's the new Morning Coffee Radio Show coming at you, y'all. Hey, we love you. Hey.